All right, everybody, today, today we got some big Chidushim, tremendous Chidushim, Be'ez HaShem, in the Lachas of Kaisha. So let's start as follows. Again, as a, as a half a minute recap from yesterday's Shir, which is directly applicable to today's Shir, is this Kesher and then the Aniva on top of it. And Aniva al Gabi Kesher, making the shoelaces. So we mentioned that if a person takes a, a shoelace and makes one single knot, there's no Issa whatsoever. If that knot would last forever, we've got no problem with that. You make one knot with one, that's, that's fine. But the moment you take a bow, an aniva, and put it on top of that, so you've strengthened the knot underneath, rather than knot underneath, it's a starker knot, it's got key, it's going to last, and therefore we consider that to be a uh, sophic, whether it's a hediot, maybe it's a uman, we don't know exactly, and therefore we say the psak of the Mishabur is, if you undo it within 24 hours, you're okay. So that's what we said yesterday, our shoelaces, most people, without the double knot situation that we tried out yesterday and uh, those that didn't believe me Hashem, we saw the demonstration that attacker works but apart from that when a person makes his shoelaces if you make a regular knot, a knot and then a bow afterwards you're dealing with a shayla of kosher and make sure to undo it within 24 hours now let's move on to the next shayla the next shayla is really making a tie right that's one of the big shayla so I'll start with a maizah because this was a maizah shahaya right I like to say maizah shahaya because these, these are the things that happened happened to me I was on the way to shul one Shabbos, right? You know how Shabbos is, you know, it makes no difference whether Shabbos comes in at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it comes in at 7 o'clock in the afternoon, you'll always be late, there'll always be that mad rush at the end, right? Anybody knows what I'm talking about? Am I the only person that has that situation? That's, that's the Matthias, that's Heilige Shabbos Kodesh, the Gemara tells us the Yitzhah comes into the house, right? The Gemara, Mephush Gemara, right? He comes into the house and starts making problems, Shalom Bayes, this, that, and the other. Okay, there's lots of things we'll talk about, Beis Hashem, we're in Hilchas Erev Shabbos. But Lemaisa, when you you know, the last thing when you get to shul is you've got to make sure you're tied, right? So you sort of you leave the house with your tie around your neck like a scarf and you run to shul and you start making a tie so animais is shahaya right then it was a couple of minutes late I don't know maybe it was before shkia after shkia depending on you know the chassidish neighborhood where you dove in depending on what time mincha is right so I was on the way to shul animais is shahaya I'm not making this up you can follow me you should follow me one Shabbos you should see what goes on over Shabbos I had bochum that did it one time they couldn't believe it like, how do you manage to dove in when every minute you know one next one next one next one like how do you do it I'm saying that's a different shayla but I'll go upon him so I was walking to shul what's that? I was walking to shul and I was busy making my tie. And I hear a guy behind me shouting, Shabbos! I'm thinking, okay, where's the car coming, the stones? I don't know what's going to happen, right? I'm looking behind to give nothing going on. So I think, okay, maybe the guy made a mistake. So I keep walking, you know, keep, keep making my ties. I'm walking, Shabbos! He's talking to me? He's talking to me? So I look behind and he's, he's pointing at me! I said, who do you have? You have a problem with me? What do you have a problem with? I'm ready to fight, right? Hey, you know me. I'm ready to fight. No problem. I'll take it on. No problem, right? You guys, you don't know this already. So this guy says to me, what do you mean? It's Kaisha! You're doing Kaisha! I said, what, what, what are you talking about? He says, me, Rishayim Zalman. Oh, that's a that's a name. That's a name, and it's like nowadays, you know, you say the Shulchanah, they say, see, if Lashu said it's also, ooh, that makes everybody jump, you know, that's how he's a Matthias nowadays, I'm going to tell you. But I'm pushing more going to bomb like that. He's starting with the wrong guy. Very good. Baruch Hashem, he knows me already. So, what, what, what am I going to tell you? Why am I telling you this, Maisa? What is the chat in this fellow, right? He's about to throw stones at me for making a tie. Are you telling me that making a tie in Shabbos is, is also? Uh, what, does it make any sense? So let me give you a couple of examples, right? I only know how to make one tie. I'm not like one of these people that there's, there are, I think there are bare five ties, professional ties. If you know how to make them, there's five different mahalchem how you make ties. I don't know, I'm a posh yid, and I have to make one posh tie. That's it, right? And by me, the tie stays for a long time, right? So what, how do you make a tie, right? Uh, Whenever in front of you know, I'm funny. You know, I might not be able to do it right now, right? But I do this every morning. But you yeah, ever make a portion of tie, right? Portion, mamish, fold it over, right? This is called the lazy tie. Simple. It, go, it takes half a second, and there you got that beautiful tie over there, right? The shail is what's halacha with this tie? 
What's wrong with this tie? So what happened to this tie? Right? Take it like this. It doesn't even. It doesn't, I don't have to do anything. Automatically, it just came out. That's the Matthias. I just under the thing, just comes straight out. Right? Even if I tighten, the same thing will happen. Even if I tighten, there's absolutely no difference how tight the knot will be because the Matthias. I'll tell you why. I'll bring you right in a second. Give me a second. I'll bring you right. So let's start like this. Let's start from the das of Rambam Zalman. Let's make it very tight. Not much like this. Tighten it. Oh, no, no, not that. No. Pull the other end of the string. But this. 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 The small one. This. Oh, pull this one. Yes. One second. Ah, and now you hear where it's coming from. Okay, let me explain to you like this. So let me tell you where Bishlam Zalman is coming from. Bishlam Zalman talks about a tie. Right? It doesn't say exactly which type of tie he's talking about. But he talks about an aniva, a tie. And Bishlam Zalman learns what is the pshat of a tie? The Pshat of a Tai Zalman is a Aniva al Gabakesha. He learns that the first time, you know, when I start, how do you make a start making a tie? You have to make something which, you know, resembles some kind of a knot, maybe. Right? Obviously, in a different type of fashion. But when you go like this, for example, that, that's some kind of Kesha. If that's the case, it's a Kesha. Now, one Kesha is okay. But when I keep on turning it around and folding in, that's what Rushlema Zalman is an Anival Gabakesha. According to Rushlema Zalman, Anival Gabakesha has to be opened within 24 hours. If it's longer than 24 hours, those people that make their tie once and I'll leave it till next Shabbos, whatever, according to Rushlema Zalman, we're above. And everybody's like, I have a major problem with this. What problem do I have with this? I have two problems. Problem number one is. What is the pshat? What is the pshat? What's the londus of a anival gabe kesha? What was the reason that we said yesterday that when I have my shoelaces and I take a knot, one, and then I take my bow on top of it, that all of a sudden I turned it into something which is a problem and I must undo it within 24 hours? The answer was, the answer was, the answer was, because I did something to make the knot underneath stark. It keeps it tight. It keeps it good. The bow on top keeps the knot underneath it much stronger. Keeps it good. Now over here by the Matthias of a tie, without the question what you just said, make it tight, because that nobody does. When a person makes a regular tie, right? A person makes a normal, regular, lazy tie, whatever you want to call it. He does this tie over there like this, right? Oh, Kavalduk. Now, why does he make such a tie like this, or any tie basically? Nobody pulls it that tight like I did before, right? Because it would defeat the whole purpose. Because yeah. what's the purpose of a tie, at least for me, is to, no, is to go up and down. It's as easy to take on, off, on, off, you know, come home, I open it up, I fly it in the chair. That, that's a matisse of a tie. It's made to go up and down. I don't want it to be tight. So we have a question with this from Zalman. Because if the whole you saw it of an Aniva, I'll go by Kesha, is because it makes the Kesha underneath tight. Over here, I don't want it to be tight. Forget it. It's the opposite to being tight. That's tiny number one. Listen to tiny number two. Okay? Listen to tiny number two. There's a bear locher that I'm sure everybody knows in the end of Simon Lamad base. Okay. Right, Noachim? What's that? The vote is if you're making the Kesha tight. Here you're not making the Kesha tight, that's why. So therefore, I'm not making it tight. Exactly. That's the right, they're not making it tight. Exactly. Therefore, the nicer, the knot that you did is not becoming tighter by the Aniva on top of it. I was thinking about the shoelaces, you want the knot underneath to stay tight so your shoe stays closed. And everyone's with me? So far, so good. Tiny number one. Tiny number two, Rabbi Sai. Listen to this. Tiny number two is to be a lot of the end of Simon Lamad base and Hilgos Tfilin, right? Big, huge simon. So it's oasis over there. You've got Chaytoichus. You've got Shalaika Sidron. All the Shailas of Stam over there. It's unbelievable. Amazing Be'alocha. The Be'alocha writes, listen to this, and this is very Nagea. You have people, you have people that they lend out their tefillin. 
Let that the shalrosh. You know, somebody else, you know, if you've got tefillin, I want to like to borrow your shalrosh. So no problem. You've got a small head, he's got a big head. He's got a big head, you've got a small head, whatever it may be, right? So what does he do? He takes the kesher and he, un- he undoes it, make sure you know he knows that some people know how to do it. They undo the knot, they make it fit to them, and then they put it back for you afterwards, right? No harm done. Says the Be'alocha, by the way, it's an English tal, Avni Nezer, that says the person was not yaitzit tefillin. He wasn't yaitzit tefillin. He put tefillin on, but he wasn't yaitzit tefillin. Now, I'll give you another 50 reasons why maybe he wasn't yaitzit tefillin, because maybe he didn't have them in the right position. We'll have to discuss that at a different time, right? But, in this situation, why says the Chovetz Chaim and Avni Nezer, was it not yaitzit tefillin? Because in tefillin you need a kesher. You need a starker knot that's not going to become undone all the time. When that person puts on that knot and he undoes it and he redoes it tight in order to use it for that one day or to use it for that one time, that chakras, and then with the dust to undo it afterwards, so the problem is he doesn't have a kesha. So according to one second, so according to the Mishnah what's a kesha? What is the din of a knot? The din of one second, one second, one second, one second, we're gonna to get to the What happens if you have a knot over here that my dust is the under all the time, right? That's the case over here, and forget I'm making it loose up and down. According to this, wouldn't have a din of a kesha. So according to this, we don't have a pshatan of Shlomo Zalman. We don't know why he said it's also. Baruch Hashem, I spoke in America to one of the Talmudim of Rav Moshe, who lived in the same building as Rav Moshe. They told me they went to Rav Moshe with a Zah knot. They told me they went to Rav Moshe with a Zah tie knot. And Rav Moshe said, Muta lachatchila belishum she'ilah. There's no kesha. You can make this lo'olam bo'ad ad neitzach letzochim. No she'ilah. This knot is the Seydegomu. I wrap it one more time. Let's leave that for a minute. This knot that I'm making, according to Roiv Poiskim, is 100% mutter to be made to make it whenever, however, and for however long you want. However long you want. Now, that is the Pshak Lamaisa of the Debatsinah of as well. That's the Pshak of Moshe and other Poiskim as well. Now, there is another knot, right, which is what they call either there's a Windsor, there's a half a Windsor, whatever it may be. Now, if you make such a knot, right, it might look nicer. I don't know exactly. I don't know how to somebody, Boch Hashem. Where is he? Oh, thank you very much. He made this beautiful knot for me over here because I have no idea how to make this, right? So I think, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm going to keep this for Shabbos. This is gorgeous. Thank you very much. I don't know, but for the sake of the share, I think we'll undo it. So this knot over here is a little bit tighter. Right? It's not as tight as, as maybe a regular knot. But if, if, for example, I would undo this, which is what we did before on that one. So there's something there. There's something there. One second. There's something there. It's got some key into it. Now, of course, if I go along and give it a good, then it will come undone. But it's already tighter. There's a lot more involved in this one than there was with this one. Because with this one, as I showed you before, you simply take it out, and I don't have to do anything and it happens, right? So according to that, a lot of posts can hold that this one that we mentioned, the winds of the half winds, that both of them having the same din, have a bit more of a din of a professional knot, and therefore this one you should bother and do within 24 hours. Now there are those that hold you can do it in the oil and void, but Roy Poiskim over here hold that you need to undo it within 24 hours to make sure that you don't have a problem. So again, in most cases of command, every tie that I found, if you undo it within 24 hours, you're always going to be okay. If it's a type of knot like me, the lazy knot, you can do it for however long you want. But if it's the Windsor, half a Windsor, then most boys can hold, you should try to undo it if you do make it on Shabbos within 24 hours. So that's the halacha number one that I want to discuss of ties. Okay? So, number two. Also, big headish, I didn't manage, I searched the whole house for what I'm about to say right now. I didn't find it. Then I the chat must have been that last time when I gave Sheo, I spoke about this in the house, about the halacha I'm going to say. Well, I decided there's a shayla, that's it, ban it from the house. There's none of these things in the house anymore. I don't know. I don't have a pshat where I can't find anything. Every time I give a Sheo, I always have these things, you know, laying in my pockets and this, that, and the other. I couldn't find this. What can I tell you? So we're going to use the tie just to give you the example of what we're talking about. What are we talking about today? Twist that. You have one? Oh, maybe the bread here.
Baruch Hashem, okay, if you have one, Gavaldi. A twist tie, a tie twist, or um, what's the best way to Yeah, tie twist. Tie twist, tie twist, whatever it is. The metal piece covered by a piece of plastic or paper of colored. Wonderful. So the question is like this. I've got over here, let's say, for example, this is the item, right? Let's say, for example, this is the tie twist, right? So what am I doing, Lemaisa? How does it work? I take this item and I wrap it around the plastic bag of whatever it is, and then I go one, two, three, whatever I want to do, and that keeps it tight. So I've got my bag over there, and I've got some kind of thing over there. What's the halacha with this, right? You may say to me, what, what, what are you bringing this in over here for? Like, has no shaykhist halacha. So I'll tell you, I'll bam. I tell you, oh, that's the same one. And that's the same thing. And if that's the same thing. Oh, beautiful. Thank you very much. Psh, Don't bring it home. And you can see this one. This is Okay, come on. Thank you home. very much. Go ahead. Don't bring this one home. I'll get here. Yeah, I'll be in trouble for this one. One second. So what do we have? I have this... Uh, um, okay, so this is what we call the Rambam's Hapoisel Chavalim. What does the Rambam say? Let me tell you about the Rambam. The Rambam says in Hilchah Shabbos Perik Yud Ches as follows. Says the Rambam, when you take two strings and you tw- uh, twist them and twine them together... If you have a look at your tzitzis string, every tzitzis string is made up of a few strings that have been twined together to form one string. The Rambam says, and this is very gay for the tzitzis as well, right? Now the Rambam says if you take one string and you twine it onto itself, or take two strings and twine it, twi- intertwine it one to the other, according to Rambam, you're even an Isidoraisa of kosher. An Isidoraisa of kosher. So all the Mephoshim ask on the Rambam, Slicha, that's Tevia. Tviya means, right, if you ever know how they make string, I once taught my kids, I think it was in Beit Shemesh somewhere, to one of these places, you know, where they have these kids outdoor things, you know, to the animals, this, that, and the other. So they had one of these, one of these shows going on, where they show how they share the wool, and they make it into string. It was unbelievable. It was in Manim, right? The place was full of, you know, hats and jackets and strammels and beckishes. It was unbelievable, right? Maybe it was Cholamoit. Anyway, so around this, you know, stage of where this guy was giving the whole demonstrations of how you twist the wool, the kids were left on the side. It was all the men standing around the stage, thinking, ah, this is trying to Rambam, and this is trying to Tysfer, and everything. The kids, I don't know where the kids were, but all the men were having a great time. Rambam is learning Bishas Mice in the demonstrations. Anyway, so the Rambam, so everybody asked, that's Tviya, that's twining strings together. So the answer is as follows, and this is Gedoli Achoyim speaking about this, that when you take, what's that? Oh, Tviya is a Malachal on Shabbos. See, that's the case. They say Tviya is when I have two strings and I twine it into being one. Whereas the Rambam is talking about Kaisha, when I take two things, I don't want it to be one. I'm just trying, like you said, make it strong. On that, that's going to be Kaisha. If that's the case... Just one over here. No, in the case of me, I'm not making it into one. I might turn it around, twist it a couple of times. It's not all. The two strings are not becoming one. My tzitzis, on the other hand, when I untwist the thing, by the way, that happens on Shabbos, and you find people that do that. You know, sometimes it comes down, you give it a pull, and it gets back to shape again. That's Isidorai Sotviya. Say that. Poshut Isidorai Sotviya. That's what? This one? No, the Rambam holds that's more than an Ummah because that's the Derech they used to do it. That was the Mahalach. Okay, so Lamaisa, going back to this case, what would the Rambam say about our tie twist? What would the Rambam say? It gets undone, that's it, sis. If, it, if the strings become undone and then I go make them tight again, that's going to be a problem. So, what's, again, what's, what's, what's with this case? What's with this case? What's with this case? Said so somebody told me, Rizriel Obach Shlita. Okay, so Rizriel Obach Shlita told me as follows. Two people came to Revelyashas that cell. Each one came with the same piece of this. Each one came with this, this tie twist. One got from Revelyashas Asa, and one got from Revelyashas Mota. 
So Mazil said to me, What's the shot? Ah, he says, Stira. Yeah? She said to me, I'll tell you the terrorists. Bosh. One of them came to Rabbi Yashiv and said, I just went like this once. So Rabbi said, No, my boy, yeah, it's not a place like I've only been the Rambo mask of its Peseda. And one starts to get turning and turning and turning and turning. Oh, then Rabbi Yashiv is a child of the Rambo, my place like I've So I have a major machrekis hapoiskim, right? I, I, I'll give you, if you want, I can give you a list of 50, 60 poiskim on each side to tell you what the Allah in this case. Major machrekis hapoiskim. If you do it once, of course, according to everyone, that won't be Peseda. If you take the titles and go again and again and again, so it's a machlekes apoiskim. You'll tell me what's the reason of the mekilim? Why we makele? If the Rambam says apoiskim, so why we makele? So if Nissan Karelichlit and others, they say the pshat is that's like a door. What is the reason why opening and closing a door is not boiner? I'm finishing off the wall. The answer is because it's made to open and close. It's the same thing. It's like a door. It's made to open and close, open and close. That's what it's a tachas havel. That's what the Rebbeinu created this thing in the belt is in order to give it the key of opening and closing in an easy fashion. What's that? So why do you have a rabbi shalom shulis? That's something else. Leave that for a mystery. What? No, no, good, 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 good. But the Mahalak, this is actually made for, it was created in a way. No, Shunus was not made for that. If it's a Kesha, by the way, it doesn't help you. A Kesha, we don't find Allah that if a Kesha, I can say, oh, it's made to open and close. Every shoelace obviously is made for that way. But once I make a Kesha, I'm Chayvan Taraisa, if it's a Uman, or it's a Kim. This is different, it's a Pesach Abolim. It's a different Gedda. It's a different Gedda. So, Lemaisa, according to this, a lot of Peskim will be made cool. What's that? One time will be beseda according to everybody because it's still a kavis before oil it's beseda gomer. Why? Because that's not called a pesach habolim. That's not called a real problem. So once is okay. Many many times there's a big mockum to be meikol, but there are poskim who are machme. And again, everyone should ask the local Orthodox rabbi. I must finish with two last things. I must finish with two last things. Number one, the kids are going to ask you this, Rabbi Say. The kids are going to ask you this, right? The kid, this happens all the time. The kids are making uh, sour sticks, right? They take sour sticks and they want to make it into a necklace. They make it into a bracelet. Is there kosher by food? So without going into detail, it's moment of time. I don't care if you're going to eat it right away. You can't do it. I can do malach and I can do bow and eat it. Venga, I can do bow and eat it. <laughs> What's the difference? What's that? If it's a kesha woman, who cares? If they do a kesha, I'll go by kesha. That's it. One, one not by their sour stick ain't going to help nothing. It's going to have to be a kesha, I'll go by kesha. And the kids put the two together. So you have oichel, so you have a necklace. Leave out boya. I don't know anything about boya. So I have two rayas. I have two rayas from the Mishabura. Right, I'm not going to go through it right now. It's a sugar and hilchus yontif. It's only assuming it stays because if it's like the belt on the absolutely on a sour stick. If it's a sour stick, that's a very loose double knot. You'll be okay. But if they do it tight, have a problem. Oh, we should have brought in demonstrations for this one and given out to the oilam. Yeah, I have rise. I have rise from Hilchas Yontov that there is kosher by food. The, the, the Mishnah talks in Hilchas Yontov about doing toifa on the chicken when you stuff the chicken with the stuffing, and then afterwards you you sew it up. So that, again, we're now going to shayas of Hilchas Yontov right now. The Mishnah allows it because of Hilchas Yontov, and they all bring a raya from there. If in Hilchas Yontov it's muta, that means on Hilchas Shabbos where we don't have the head of Rebbechol Nefesh, it will actually be asa. No, no, no. There's something like Torah Chachid. There's a Gemara that says that Amoraima walking around. And they had their shoe, their shoelace came uh, broke or whatever it may be. So they went to take some animal food and they put it inside. So there's a major shine in showing him why they were allowed to and use that as their shoelace to tie it up, right? Piece of string of animal food, whatever it was. It was food. It was royal achila. Okay, let's not go too much into that detail. I know it's exciting, but I can't go to that. I want to just end with one last shayla. Right. First of all, just remember, Hilchos Kosha, if a person by mistake makes a knot, makes a, a shoelace, and it turns into some big jumble of a knot, then we can be makel and undo it. I just have to mention that. It's very important to remember. But what I, I want to finish with one last maisa. Why, why, why could you? 
because because it's only a chumrah to say that we're choishish that maybe it's a ma'aser umon and on that chumrah especially if it's under seven days you can be making bashas atzoyer to under the shulis if you can't get off your shoes especially for children especially the bibs. Now I want to end one last ma'aser. Rabbi Zilber Shlita brings down this ma'aser shachoyer in his sefer. Listen, I don't even know it's such a ma'aser. I don't even know. I'm not even going to tell you the answer. I'm just going to tell you the question. Rav Shaim Exatzal. The chinuch that I got from Rav Chaim Pinchas Shaim Exatzal was that whenever you finish learning, don't close the gemara without a shaila. That was what he always said. Now, you, don't go, you have to have something he said to munch over the schnitzel over. Like when you do that schnitzel, you've got to think of like, you know, a buy a rub a little bit, take it with you. So I want to give you a shayla now. It's Thursday afternoon. I want to give you a shayla to think about over Shabbos. It's unbelievable. Maisa Shahoya. There was a chosen. And this chosen, I don't know, this chosen decided to tell his future father in law before the chasana, when you buy me my talis, please do me a favor. I like to do the tzitzis myself because of kavanas and all sorts of mikvahs and there, all the things that he wanted to do. And therefore, give me the strings, I'll do it myself. Peseda. You can imagine, he got it that way. It was before the chasana, the offer of the chasana, it was all busy. Who got time for these things, right? Came to Shabbat 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 was the very first time that he was wearing his talis. And his shver and his father was waiting in the shul, right? Everyone's going to see my chosh of a son-in-law. It's great, unbelievable. It's all excited and everything's great. He bought the most expensive talus, right? Beautiful one with the weave and this, that, and the other. With that Torah, yeah, you can't just swap it for something else. And this guy realized on Shabbos morning no that he didn't do the chitzis. So he decided, you know what? Embarrassing, you know, it's like all of a sudden the HR comes along with the tail. Well, I don't know. Is it about the And whatever. And he made the chitzis on Shabbos Kodesh. The Shaila was, is he or is he not allowed to wear his is Talas on Shabbos. Ma'aseh Shabbos, 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 Shabbos,